And now it's time for the further adventures of Big John and Sparky. Today's chapter is entitled, The Mysterious Man in the Shack, Part 2. One day while Sparky and I, and Sparky's dog, Bunny, were out in Wobbledings Woods taking a leisurely stroll, we were attracted by a column of smoke rising from the chimney of the clubhouse shack in Wobbledings Woods. Sparky and I went to investigate, and we found a strange man huddled on a chair in the middle of the shack. We, uh, we didn't know who he was, and, uh, well, we didn't know until we went in to ask him. And then were we ever surprised to find it was... Well, perhaps you'd better listen to today's episode as we bring you part two of The Mysterious Man in the Shack. Okay, come on, Big John. Let's go inside the shack and see who the man is there and find out why he's sitting in there. Yeah, all right, all right. Now, just give me time because we have to we have to be very nonchalant about this whole thing, Sparky. Now, what we'll do is we'll just, we'll just walk into the shack as though we didn't know there were anyone in there and then we'll act quite surprised. Now, you got it. Now, you stay close to me. So, in case there's any trouble here, I want to be able to take care of you. All right, here we go. Well, I'll tell you, it's a very nice... Well, look at this, Sparky. There seems to be somebody here. Hello there, mister. Well, somebody in our clubhouse? Yeah. Hi there, mister. What are you doing here? What's the matter, mister? Can't you talk? Okay, John, just sit there looking down at the floor. Yeah, so I notice. Um, mister, are you lost, or don't you have any home? <laughs> What's the matter? Can't you hear me, mister? Well, he must know we're here, but he hasn't even looked up ever since we walked in. Hey, mister, what's the matter with you? Look, if you're cold and hungry, you'd be welcome to come over to our house. I'll give you a nice warm meal and the price of a shave and a haircut. Preach your stitch there, Big John. Oh, here comes Bunny. Oh, mister, I hope you're not afraid of dogs. If Bunny comes in here barking, don't be afraid that he won't bite you. He just likes to bark a lot. Did you hear me, mister? Boy, he still won't talk. Mister, are you sick? Why, why won't you look up at us here? Now, Bunny, don't bother that man. Hey, look, Big John. Bunny jumped up into the man's lap. Yes, he acts like he knows him. Hello, Bunny, old boy. How are you, fella? And I guess you're the only friend I've got left in this whole world. Hey, that's Mayor Tonkin's voice. That man is Mayor Tonkin. So I see. Bunny, step out of the way here. I want to talk to the mayor. I know it's the mayor now. Mayor. Mayor, what are you doing here? Mayor, will you talk to me? Mayor? Hey, Mayor Plumfront, this is Sparky. Don't you know me? Boy, say, John, maybe that's it. Maybe Mayor Plumfront has lost his memory and he doesn't know us. Oh, I doubt that, Sparky. Maybe he's lost his voice. You just heard him speak when Bunny jumped up in his lap. For goodness sakes, Mayor, why do you just sit there looking down at the floor like that? What's the matter with you, anyway? And look at yourself. You look like you haven't had a shave in four or five days. You look like a bum, Mayor. Have you been riding freight trains or something? Well, he raised his head on that one, Sparky. Yeah, yeah, he's looking at me. Yeah, that's exactly what I am, lad. A bum. A shiftless old bum. A shiftless old bum who rides the rods. Oh, snap out of it, Mayor. What makes you think you're an old bum? really ride a freight train there, Mayor? Yes. Yep. Yep, I rode the freight train. I'm nothing but a bum, lad. Nobody loves your old former ex-mayor. Ex-mayor? That's right. 
What in the world are you talking about? You're still the mayor. I won't be after they get my resignation up at City Hall, Buster. Resignation? What do you mean, resignation? Are you going to resign? Why not? Why not? Well, why? I mean, give me one good reason. Because I'm a shiftless, no-account, no-good bomb buster. That's why. He's the one who rides freight trains, Big John. Quiet, Sparky. My goodness. Just let the lad talk, Buster. It's true. What do you think happened on board the Widadillis train when she was going home to Florida? I don't know, but I'd like to know what happened. The Widadilly refused to talk to me. Said she was going back to Florida to forget me. Said she never wanted to see me again as long as she lived. Hey, that means that you won't be marrying her then. Ha! Oh, I told you to stop Will you settle down there? Mayor, just because the widow Dilly doesn't want to marry you, that doesn't mean that your life has been ruined. Oh, it's not only that, Buster. When the conductor came around in the train to collect the tickets, I didn't have any. Well, naturally. You hopped on the train at the last minute to try to talk the widow Dilly out of leaving town. The train pulled out of the station before you could get off. Yeah, but the conductor wouldn't believe that. He wouldn't? No. Then when he asked me to pay my fare to Florida, I didn't have any money with me. I left it home in such a hurry I forgot my billfold. Didn't have a cent. Not a single solitary lone individual red cent. What happened, Mayor? I mean, did they kick you off the train? Now, Sparky, I told you not to talk like that. Why not, Buster? Why not? It's exactly what happened. When the train reached Lexington, Kentucky, off the train I went. And did the widow Dilly lift one little finger to help me? I ask you, did she? Did she? Did she? No, didn't lift a finger. Oh. <laughs> well, Mayor, why didn't you tell the conductor who you were? I mean, surely after you told him you were the mayor of Cincinnati, he'd have trusted you. I did tell him, Buster. He wouldn't believe me. And I didn't have anything with me to prove it. And the widow Dilly told the conductor she didn't even know me. Can you imagine that? The widow Dilly said she didn't even know me. And here only just a few short weeks ago, she and me was almost married. Oh, now, Mayor, don't let it get the best of you. Buck up. Well, I... Yeah, buck up, Mayor. Buck up. What do you mean, buck up? They kicked me off the train in Lexington. So then what did I do? I had to ride on a freight train in order to get back to Cincinnati. Well, now, why in the world did you do that, Mayor? No money. You need money to get a ticket, you know. Well, why didn't you use the telegram? I'd have wired you money if you'd have just called on me. I'd have helped you out. Well, you see, I... There. Yeah, there you are. There you are. Just goes to show you. Just goes to show you, not only am I a shiftless, no-account bum, but I'm a shiftless, no-account stupid bum. Too stupid to wire home for money. Oh, I'm telling you, Buster, and you too, lad. I'm no good. Now, Mayor, I wouldn't say that. No, neither would I, Mayor. Well, I would. What do you think happened to me as the freight train on which I was riding pulled into the freight yards here in Cincinnati? I don't know what. What? I don't know either, Mayor. What happened? As I was getting out of the freight car, which I was riding in, a railroad policeman nabbed me, and I was trying to tell him who I was. He just laughed. You mean he wanted to arrest you? Billy wanted to arrest me. 
but I escaped by jumping on another freight train, and the train stopped out here in the Cheviot freight yards, and I got off and I walked over here to Wobbledeen's Woods. I've been hiding out in this here shack of Sparky's for the last two days. Oh, my. Well, you can forget all this business about you being a bum, and you come on home with us, Mayor. You can shave and take a bath, and, and then we'll have a nice warm meal, and it'll hit the spot, and you'll be feeling a lot better when it's all over. No, 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 Buster. I'm a broken man. What do you mean? The widow Dilly done up and left me, and I'm a broken man. I'm a broken man. Oh, now, Mayor. No, there's no use talking, Buster. I've got my mind made up. I'm going to send in my resignation to City Hall, and they can just go and elect themselves a new mayor. Well, now, why would you want to do a thing like that? Why would you want to do a thing like that? <laughs> what will you do, Mayor? Well, I'm, I'm going to go off into the woods and live like a hermit. I'll live off the berries that grow wild in the woods, and I'll make my clothes out of rabbit skins after these here clothes that I've got on wear out. Oh, Mayor, this whole thing is ridiculous. Oh, yeah? Well, it's what I'm going to do. I'm going to live like a hermit. I ain't having nothing to do with no more females. And the best way to do that is to go off into the woods and live like a hermit. So long, Buster. Or rather, I should say, farewell. Farewell, Buster. And farewell, lad. Swampy John, he's going to do it. I'll stop him. Listen to this, Mayor. You know how much you like sirloin steaks like they serve at Jerome and Thomas' Steakhouse. If you live in the woods like a hermit, you'll never be able to sit down at the table at Jerome and Thomas's and eat one of those steaks. I don't care. I don't care. I'm leaving this here world and all its pleasures behind to live like a hermit in the woods. Mayor, you don't mean that. Come home with me. We're going to have sirloin steak for supper, just like they serve down at Jerome and Thomas's Steakhouse. Come on. Yeah, come on. Come on home with us. Nope. You can't bribe me. You can't talk me into changing my mind by trying to tempt me with anything like a... Oh, sirloin steak. I'm going off into the woods, and I'm going to live like a hermit. And I'm going off right now. Farewell. Boy, John, he means it. He's going to do it. There's those mayor trunks that off into the woods to live like a hermit. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, Big John, the mayor's gone off into the woods to live like a hermit. He disappeared into the high-growing weeds. wonder how long he'll live like a hermit. I wonder if we'll ever see the mayor again. Boy, this old town won't be the same with that good old mayor trunk front. Well, I guess there's nothing to do but go home and eat supper. Well, sirloin steak with chocolate cookies pretty good. Have a mouthwatering already. And just think, poor Mayor Plumpman will have nothing to eat but wild berries and herbs. Well, guess there's nothing left to do but close the door in the club house shack and go home. Go home. Oh.